Hey, what's up, Kiki crew? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. So before we get into all the formalities, you know, I want to say Happy New Year. I hope this holiday season has been really good to you and you guys have made some resolutions for the new year that you intend to stick to. So today I have with me my homegirl, Big Stache. Stacia, you want to go ahead and say what's up? Yeah, it's your girl, Stache. You know what I'm saying? Back with another episode, you heard? Yes. Come on, Big um, Stache. Uh, make sure you to follow me at it's underscore stage that's i-t-s underscore s-t-a-s-h-h-h on instagram twitter and oh my youtube page which will be up and running this year full-fledged at stacia simone that's s-t-a-c-i-a-s-i-m-o-n-e on youtube looking for more content subscribe you know but that's it i'm recording for the holiday I said the new year. We started January. Well, that could have been your first video. Like December was a break. December, I was like, we're gonna rest, relax. So we can start top of the year. Okay, okay. Now don't do a, a Tyson on me and I come back. <laughs> I actually I actually put out more videos last year than I expected. So this year I'm changing up the channel. So, you want to give us a little insight as to what the channel is going to be? I'm going to do more. Um, I'm about to turn to a food vlogger. Okay. My, goal, my goal is to, I mean, with a mix of the food vlogging is going to be slash like, like little okay. talk, like little, little points in there to just like talk about like what's going on throughout that week. Mm-hmm. Um, video and stuff like that i was like you do with your podcast but it's not gonna be a podcast but um like every week i plan to go or every other week i want to go to a different restaurant in the dayton area or if i go out of town like columbus cincinnati cleveland stuff like that um try a different restaurant try different things stuff like that and then yeah because you know you go to a different city and be like let me look and see what they got mm-hmm. and i also try to snippets on my instagram and like, you know, like make sure I add all the hashtag and stuff. So people like come in the day and come in the Columbus, come in and they can be like, oh, I remember she, I saw that girl on um, Instagram. That's the first thing people do when they go out of town. Like, let's find out where we're supposed to eat at. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. That's the plan. That's the plan. Okay. Okay. So y'all know we start off every episode with a drink with Coco. This week, me and Stacia got two different drinks. So what you drinking? What's it called again? I forgot. 21 Crimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 21 crimes shout out to the holiday party i got this as a white elephant gift um yeah if you like red wine it's not too bitter but it's not sweet at all it's somewhere in between but if you don't like bitter at all this ain't for you but if you can tolerate it i'll take it i think i tolerate a lot of the unsweet wines more than i really like them Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like it just depends on who I'm around. If that's what they drink, and I drink that too. Cause somebody had um my homegirl, she had got me 
um, something from the Black Girl Magic. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was, if it was a red blend or what it was, but I was like, you know, it's not my favorite, but you know, I'll drink I, it. I bought it from Target. It was not good. <laughs> you know what it was? Not good. <laughs> but, but it's whatever. My drink this week is actually a um, mimosa. You know, mm-hmm. after New Year's, I still had a whole bottle pretty much of champagne. So I was like, you know, can't let the can't let it go to waste. So I made me a little mimosa with some raspberry lemonade. Now, first off, I love raspberry lemonade anyway and will drink it any day of the week. But, you know, added that to my little champagne, made a mimosa, and it was like, okay. And then... Never. Yeah. And then the one thing I will say, I'm not a brute champagne uh, fan. So... I would say you may want to go with um not a higher end, but maybe a sweeter champagne mm-hmm. to do it with. But I use the Moet in Ice Imperial, and that by itself was really smooth. It was sweet. It was it was really nice. And then add in the raspberry lemonade and it was popping. Mm, that sounds good. I might try that next uh, weekend. Yes, do it, girl. Mm-hmm. So now that we got the drinks with Coco going, let's go ahead and get into the word on the street. So as of recently, and honestly, it's not really new news, but it's definitely news. And I think we need to bring it up because I feel like over the past couple of years, Trey Songs is always being brought up as like, raping somebody or having rapey tendencies and as of recently and I will say our girl Kiki Palmer warned us about him a couple years ago Hmm? they warned us I mean she warned us yeah she warned us a couple years ago and it seemed like he always popping up with some like I said some rapey tendencies And so just a couple of days ago, the University of Las Vegas basketball player, Dylan Gonzalez, and I might, it might be Dylan, something like that. (laughs) It is a female, it's not a male. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was a man. No, it's a girl. This whole time, I thought it was a, that just changes the whole narrative. I thought it was a man saying that, and we must be waiting for something to be coming out after he said that. Uh-huh. Like he, and you know how you see those, um, you know those people that go like the celebrity, like they go to the court cases and they come out of the courtroom and they like, like maybe tweeting like what's going on. I thought it was like one of those, mm-hmm. and like it's about to be like, oh, it's about to be some tea that's about to be dry. I thought it this whole time. I thought it was a man. Wow, that just changes. Because <laughs> yeah, I saw the name and I was like, let me look and see who this person is. And it was a girl, and I said, "Oh, okay, she must play for. She's a female basketball player." Wow, I'm sure. <laughs> so basically, what she did, because that's pretty. It was just literally a tweet that she made, but all she said was, "Trey Songs is a rapist. Lord forgive me, I couldn't hold that in another year. See you in 2022." And so the fact that she 
set that is just like, you know. I hope this doesn't, uh, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see because she didn't say nothing else. Nothing else came out after it. I don't think he responded. Probably because mm-hmm. he got employees probably like, don't even do it, don't entertain it. Um, because all that's gonna do is just go against you later down the road. But um, I did not know that was an a female anyway, but <laughs> hopefully this doesn't get swept under the rug. I feel like Kiki Palmer's situation, I'm not gonna say people swept it under the rug, but I feel like it could have been like it could have had way more attention than it did, but because she's not like an A-list celebrity, mm-hmm. it wasn't like Kiki Palmer came out and said he did X, Y, and Z. But so hopefully this girl not being like a big celebrity, she do got a, a blue check. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is verified. Like she do got a following. So hopefully don't get swept under a rug. I mean, people like Trey Song because he isn't a big celebrity. People look at him such as a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. So I did that so long, but um, I feel like people have him in a light he can't do no wrong. Not saying with this in this culture, it might not in twenty twenty two he might not get away with it. But like. I don't know. And so one of the other cases, he's actually still like, I think things come up about him and then it just go away or it's just not in the media no more. But they say he is still facing a $20 million lawsuit um, from something that happened in Miami in 2018 at a New Year's Day party or something like that. So I guess like, his shit still be going on. People yeah. just don't talk about it after they bring it up. Yeah. We're just, we're just so crazy. Now, who's somebody like, I don't know, some major celebrity came out and said, like a Megan Thee Stallion, oh, not you, don't use her. Um, I don't know, somebody big like her came out and said, Trey Song is a rapist. People will be following that story until it's over, like over, over, over. Mm-hmm. But I think because of people that it's happening to, we don't know nothing about them. Like, she just made that tweet and dipped off. Like, girl, come back. Come back. Right. Give, give us more details. Give us yeah. more. And I think that's why you swept under the rug because it's like, you didn't give no details. So it's like, okay, not saying you don't believe women, but you have some people that are just like, I'm not just going to believe anything somebody say. Like, I'm not about to cancel him because, or over accusation because these girls be lying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but people do be lying for money. Um, but mm, mm, just crazy. I hope mm, I love some Trey Songz. He's been the biggest Trey Songz fan. <laughs> I went to his concert. Everything when I was fifteen. My fifteenth birthday. He couldn't tell me nothing, girl. I was like, just screaming my soul out. But like, I don't know. I just if if he is a little rapey, a rapist, and I say a little rapey. If he is a rapist and he out here just out here wilding, yeah, he gotta go. He gotta go. I really just think it comes down to, like Kiki Palmer said, is that women are mistreated in the industry and nobody says nothing about it because you just assume that that's a part of that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And I guess she was saying like the situation with Kiki Palmer was that he tried to persuade her with food and alcohol and sexual intimidation. But if you will try to sexually intimidate somebody, that means if somebody don't necessarily try and pull themselves away from the situation, like you will follow through. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody, like even though somebody could want to say no, not everybody know how to say no in those instances. Yeah. 
Or feel like if they say no, then that's their chance. That's their chance. They don't want to get like black. They don't want to lose the opportunity. Yeah. And that's what that's why a lot of people like R. Kelly. That's why he he fed on, not fed on. He, I think he went. All the stories, like if you watch like Survivor R. Kelly, all his stories were like, I was looking for an opportunity. I was trying to get an opportunity. I was trying to get on. I was trying to do that. And so they use that as a, what's the word for? Like, that's what they, that's their MO. Yeah. So I, I think, I definitely think it's unfortunate. Like, people have talents. And of course, when you come across somebody that's a part of that, you know, career that you want to be a part of. And that goes into any career field. You know what I'm saying? And to feel like you cannot get a leg up just by being yourself and your talent sh- speaking for itself, I think is trash. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people. And the like people who can like sing, sing. Like, and they just refuse to be, like, a part of a label. I, I feel like that happens a lot at, like, labels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are like, you, you know Avery Wilson? Who? Avery Wilson? Mm-mm. Oh, God. Come on now. <laughs> They're on it. Well, like, people like him or, like, people like, you know that white girl Mackenzie? Big heavyset girl can sing the house down? I think so. She, she reminds me. On, like, Instagram? Yeah. And she made, like, little TikTok videos of her singing and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if you're not about to not sell your soul, but if you're not, if you can't subscribe to the industry games, then you just never get put on. I feel like a lot of people get in that, get caught up in that lifestyle because they just want to make their career pop. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I know at these places, y'all. I heard it's a mess, like a real mess, like real, like when it comes to like men and just like using their authority and just like their position. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I heard it's a lot of rapey stuff going on in the industry, actually. Yeah, like it it ain't nothing new for sure. I mean, hence Bill Cosby. <clears throat> that one, that one still just hurt my little feelings. I don't know about Bill, man. I don't know. I can't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> but not Bill. I still don't. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it, but <sighs> my dog Bill. Yeah. Just... Anyway, yeah, that's not on top of my hand, but it's just it's just hard to believe that somebody. I guess my thing also is this. This what I don't get. So I'ma just put these couple thoughts out here for these men who are in these positions of power in the entertainment industry or whatever. You can clearly get any woman that you want. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel you need to try and take it from somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody don't want to give it, like, cool, fuck you then, bitch. Let me go <laughs> over here to the next bitch. <laughs> like, that's yeah. one. Two, what is wrong with helping somebody out without mm-hmm. feeling like, well, you got to fuck me for me to do something for you. Mm-hmm. Like using leverage. Like, yeah, you literally hire a prostitute. I'm talking about like bad prostitutes. If, if you feel like if you ain't getting what you need, like it's girls out here that would really you could buy them. Like. Because they're not even looking for an opportunity. They're just trying to get clout off of you. Mm-hmm. They just want 
boss up with him, him, and him, and this and the third, and you gonna pay them too. Like you call them, they be like, it's a thousand dollars. Right. Like, you don't out here and be like inappropriate with people. If they like, if they don't want to do what you, they don't want to do with you. Mm-hmm. You can literally just go buy a female. Like you don't have and, to try and persuade and, nobody. Then <laughs> these ain't the prostitutes that you're thinking of on the side of the street. They on the car. They you put your window down. Like they sit on the corner. No girls be like professional prostitutes. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. You don't have to rape nobody. You, you know? can get some high class. Yeah. You ain't gotta force nobody to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't I that's, didn't know the I didn't know the backstory. That's it. Like I'm that's why I don't even be really feeding into the, not feeding into the stories because I if somebody say that somebody was raped, I mean you have not saying you have to believe them, but you kind of do. Like you don't want to just dust it under a rug, but I need details. I yeah. need all yeah, for sure. So I think with um Kiki Palmer, I don't think nothing specific like I don't think the act actually happened, but I feel like he tried to press up on her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And she felt a way about it. But I think that's like, that is an indicator, like put people on notice that this fool ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know? He's um, he gets very inappropriate when he's drinking or like, just watch yourself when you're around him. Not even on the like, he's a rapist. Like she, I don't think she ever said that he's a rapist. No, she, did she didn't say that. She yeah, just think, said that he tried to sexually intimidate her. Yeah, like, which is which is good to come out and say, because people need to know mm-hmm. that he's sexually appropriate. Um, I mean, something that, I don't think that's nothing that they could be done about that. Like, like I don't think he would have went to jail or anything. But, I mean, that could be sexual harassment. But, mm, yeah, I know Kiki some no job. Huh? I know she probably was like, I tried to tell y'all. Yeah um so that's one and then two I also feel like I don't know why these men think they are exempt you know what I'm saying like you exempt from the actions of your behavior and just because you famous don't mean somebody won't tell on you yeah like it's straight songs like that's I even mean, more, I mean, for somebody that is looking for clout, that's even more reason to be like, he did something to me. Yeah. I've been walking, I actually hate to be a celebrity in this, I'm not going to say in this generation, but I feel like, no, I don't want to say it like that either. I would just be really cautious if I was a celebrity, like, anytime, any, any I would be, you would have to sign a permission slip to come to my house, like, a non-disclosure. A, a non-disclosure. A oh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna ride the baloney pony? Sign here, here, and here, so that you can say <laughs> like that. You can. So if any, if you try to come back and say, I force you to do anything. I try to touch you in the front. No, because you signed here saying you gave consent, mm-hmm. like to ride this baloney pony. Like <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, w- I would hate to be a celebrity. I just, because you can't just be yourself. Like, even, even if, even if it got a little aggressive, like, you know, it get open drinking. Um, I feel like, like in the disclosure like, agreement, I feel yeah, like, like in the disclosure agreement, I NDA, like, you should put this- what type of activities is going to be going, like, that don't mean it's going to happen, but shit, a cover all to be like, 
this was in the in the NDA. Yeah. You signed it. Maybe it got a little too aggressive. Like maybe he's like a really he's sexually aggressive and like mm-hmm. in the in the moment he might like slap you or something. I don't know. I don't know. But and <laughs> she took it as him forcing her to do like she felt like then like she didn't want to say no. So it kind of like I don't know. I'm just like, like I didn't hear all the details. Cause. And this is and that's where it gets a little hairy because people also say the month like yeah you can consent to have sex but any moment during if you decide mm-hmm. you don't want to do it no more then that person need to stop and if he don't then it's considered rape and it's just like I, I feel like when it comes to rape there are so many it's so many great areas so yeah. many that's why I just be like I need to know full detail from moment every second what happened because <laughs> I'm not gonna say I don't believe her, and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say he not no rapist because he might be just that, and we all know it. But we need the details. You can't just drop you can't drop a bomb like that and dip. Like sis, come back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, she done got radio silent. Mm-hmm. God bless them, cause God bless that man, mm-hmm. that woman. And that's why, like honestly, I think for me. I don't like I'm not intrigued by any celebrity Mm -hmm. like would I be excited if I had an opportunity to meet a celebrity yes but my goal if I go to a Trey Songz concert for instance is not to be like I'm gonna meet Trey Songz I'm gonna get chills like I'm trying to get backstage like you you don't feel like that but a lot females are trying to get Trey songs like they tra- I don't like I just feel like anybody with money mm. anybody with money I think people are after like sexually True. anybody like like how does NBA young boy have so many kids right mm. he's just <laughs> mm. let me not say but I have different strokes with different folks, but mm-hmm. that's my like Trey songs. That's just, and he got money and he can, mm, they gonna, they trying to find him just so they can either get pregnant, like trying to get clout, trying to get, I hate that clout word, but like just, I mean, that's what it is. It's just, God bless that woman and that man. Yeah. So I definitely say I hope that more detail comes out about this situation with Trey Songs and Dylan Gonzalez. And I also hope that he, because this is not the first time an allegation has been made against him, that he starts to, maybe he needs to tell himself, okay, I don't need to drink because apparently I don't know how to act mm-hmm. under the influence. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we don't know what the circumstances behind his behavior is, but I definitely think he needs to figure it out and quick because Mm -hmm. he can really lose everything if he keeps this up. He could be another fucking R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. In jail. Mm Mm-hmm. With nothing. Nothing. Oh, R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot you don't like R. Kelly. 
Um, it, you know what? It's not that I don't like R. Kelly. I'm just very, very, very disappointed in him. <laughs> oh, wait. Because I kid you not, it pains my soul to be like, change the song when I hear R. Kelly's song. I can't do it. I can't let the music go. I, 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 I can I can think I, of so many instances of of where I was in my life when like a certain song came out of what I was doing. And so, and you know, everybody want to step in the name of love at the the wedding, the family reunion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I believe I could fly. I think I sang that at my kindergarten graduation. You know, so crazy. Never mind, we ain't talking about Philly, but I just want to say this one thing. Y'all was wilding back then. I was a child, so I can't I can't say we y'all was wilding. He put that song out after he Oh he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He was literally on trial and put the song like y'all wilding. Like what? That was some wild times. And people was outside, like he innocent, he innocent. After all. The evidence after all everything that came out, y'all still are like he innocent. I got no words. I I didn't. I didn't. I honestly, I'm not gonna say I never believed it, but it definitely didn't really hit home until I saw the first. Uh, what was that? The oh, Surviving. Yeah, Surviving R. Kelly, and it was just like. Y'all was wildin'. Mm-mm. This was wild. that was some wild times, and I think the sorry y'all, we on a whole different tangent, but mm. that whole like it was video evidence of what he was doing. Cause you know what I think in high school everybody just thought it was fucking funny. Like I just remember everybody being around, walking around like, "You seen that? You seen that tape with R. Kelly pissing on that girl?" Like I think everybody just thought it was funny. He lucky he did that back then because if that had been twenty twenty two and he did that, they would have hang, they would have hung him from the courtroom mm-hmm. on the top. Like it would have been a black man like hanging like they would hang up from his feet like that's wild that is wild mm-hmm. like I just remember in high school like we was like R. Kelly from our city like yeah R. Kelly the man like did you just hit that new because <laughs> he was putting out music all the time he was featured on somebody else's song all the time so it was like you couldn't even avoid him if you wanted to he very lucky he did that back then, cause now he'd have been done. I'm talking about they'd put him under the grave. It probably would get death. Um, what's it called? Uh, um, yeah, they would have killed that man, and he probably would. It it would have been so bad. It would have been so bad. I feel. Mm, shout out to the victims. Hope you all get nice healing, cause that's wild. Yeah, I hope anybody. <laughs> that has been in a situation and not these just these people that encounter it in the industry but just everywhere I hope anybody who has been a victim of sexual assault sexual harassment um actual you know rape I hope that they definitely are getting the help that they need 
and know that nobody deserves that kind of treatment. Right. Regardless of what you wear, what you say, you know, how you encounter an individual, like nobody deserves that. Healing energy. Yes. 2022, we healing and we we healing energies all year long. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing because Stacia just the movements, period. Who? Side note, sidebar, and we can go to the next topic. They ain't heard it with this case with Tori and Meg, because I think some people owe Tori Langs an apology. But that's another um. Oh, girl. <laughs> you bring me back on when that case come, when that all come out. Yeah, yeah, I got to have you on because I, I have to hear this. I think some folks going to be apologizing to Tory Lanez, but. <clears throat> Not me. But anywho. <laughs> he hmm. did it. Anyway, moving on, because, yeah, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, Megan Good and Devon Franklin um, announced, or Devon Franklin announced that he was filing from a divorce for a divorce from Megan Good. Um, And it recently came out that they were separated four months prior to the divorce announcement. But I mean, that would make sense, like for you to be separated before you decide to get a divorce, you know? Mm -hmm. I will say, I'm I'm disappointed because I was like, even though it wasn't much about them in the media, besides people just being like, girl, you married to a man of God. But outside of that, I think I love love. So for me, the fact that she had found love with him, I thought was awesome. And you never know anybody's walk with Jesus or walk with God, you know? And so just because she's in the entertainment industry and she wears provocative clothing don't mean she didn't deserve to be with a man of God, you know? Everybody thought it was like her big, like, oh, girl, she about to change her life around. Everybody looked at Megan Good as, like, the most beautiful woman in the world. She had the sex appeal, the looks, the her career was popping. Like, Megan Good is just that girl. So mm-hmm. when she got with him, it was just like, okay, girl, I see you. Got you a, a man of God. Like, <laughs> that, that's why. I remember, and then they came out with the book, The Weight. I, I, I read it. I didn't finish it, I but I read it. I read half of it. I never finished it. It's still in my Amazon, um, my app. Yeah, I might not um, have finished it. So it was, everybody was intrigued, like, Megan Good, she waited to have sex until she got married. Like, it was such a whole, like, just a different, she was in a whole different light, and I think that's what was so intriguing about it. And it just looked like they, I guess because there's nothing comes out in the media, not that it should have been, because uh, their relationship is nobody's business, but mm-hmm. it just really looked like when they did pop out, it looked like it was together, like their life was together. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she writes another book, because I would really love to know what happened, or if he write a book or something, um, really know what happened. But I might, I guess it just goes to show you, the men in the church ain't worth none either. Sorry, let me stop. <laughs> Nah, she hopefully I don't know. Maybe they just grew apart. Maybe it just didn't work out. Hopefully, it wasn't nothing bad. Like, 
nothing I mean, crazy. You, we never know. But yeah. my thoughts is that um, it is, and I, I, I don't necessarily like the idea of what I'm about to say, but oh, I feel like it's because she's because I feel like while they were together. She wasn't really acting like that. Like she made appearances and things, but she wasn't mm-hmm. really booking no acting gigs. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be. I, huh? Go ahead. Sorry. And I feel like she decided she wanted to get back into acting. And I don't necessarily think that fit his lifestyle. Or more on the side of like she. She married him and then kind of like didn't focus on herself anymore. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Oh, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you are right. Like she kind of did just like disappear and kind of like fell into his shadow. Mm-hmm. Like in the church. And I would see like little posts uh, he would put out, like, like motivational like things that he would be saying, stuff like that. And it's like she didn't really. she kind of like yeah fell into his shadow and we like hear from her no more like she wasn't active hopefully i mean i wish they could stay together and she kind of find herself kind of type of thing like maybe them being separated would help her like they could seek counseling and they could do this and do that i i mean maybe they already did and it just wasn't cutting it i feel like you can always fight 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 to the end unless it's something like abusive or something like that or just mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna work but um, I mean, hopefully this don't, hopefully, I don't know, maybe it's what she needed to get back. Get back to herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's still a baddie. Oh, for sure. This ain't stopping no show. <laughs> and they never had any kids either. Mm-mm. That was married mm-hmm. for nine years. Well, maybe she can't have kids. I mean, hopefully that's not the case. But, you know, that is a reality for a lot of women. But um, they didn't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Nick Dobb didn't. No surrogates. No. Hmm. We have the song. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Let's. I hope more is to come with this story as far as. He'll write a book. She'll write a book. Somebody write a book because that's going to sell. It's all sure. I Cause people want to know, but she did make a new year's post saying like she was basically moving into the new year, trying to heal and you know, that type of thing. And which I think is a common theme. I think everybody has something to heal from, but, mm-hmm. um, I definitely a think how a lot of therapy, everybody needs to go to therapy. Everybody. America needs a group therapy session. This world is, I mean, this country, I don't say this word because I don't know about the motherfuckers, but this country by itself needs healing. But continue. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people need healing, probably do need to go to therapy, but I definitely say find healing in whatever way you can. Mm-hmm. The time is now. In a healthy way. The time is now so you can enjoy your summer. Do it while it's cool. And don't forget to take your vitamin D and your vitamin C. It's getting cold outside. 
Great. Well, it ain't cold in Georgia, but it's uh, it it was like seventy eight degrees yesterday. Wow, must be nice. But we on a tornado watch. <sighs> Whoever's listening out there, if you don't believe in global warming, hit my DMs. We need a chat. You know what? Global warming is a, a sore subject for me. You don't believe in global warming? It's not that I don't believe in it. But when I was in college, I basically got a F. Uh, the final paper I wrote for my English 2 class, I got an F on it because she said that I plagiarized. And I'm like, girl, even if I felt like I'm saying something new, somebody probably already said this. <laughs> Wow. Mm -hmm. The world is heating up. What do you mean it's not cold in Georgia? I mean, Georgia is not a cold state, but it do get cold. It get cold. And in North Carolina, over Christmas, it was 65, 70 degrees. That ain't normal. Mm -hmm. We used to have snow, snow, like when, when I was a kid, the neighborhood we used to live in, it used to be like mad, like mad hills and stuff everywhere. And like the big, big one when it was snow, everybody would go get their little uh, snowboard or their little circle thing. Not a sled. The sleds got like, they so heavy. Like you had a little, the ones you could like lay on, like sit in like a Indian yeah, style. Like and a surfboard. Yeah. Or a boogie board. board. I'm surprised we didn't die or nobody broke no bones. Like why is you, y'all going so fast on this hill? We used to be getting crazy. We used to be like snowing, snowing, like gloves, hat, big bubble jacket, the big winter pants with the boots. Yeah. And it's 70 degrees on Christmas? Nah. Something ain't right about that, dog. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I hope, I wish for healing for everyone, regardless of what you're trying to heal from. I hope this year brings you healing energy. I hope people go to therapy, don't be afraid, and just live your best life in whatever form that looks like in a healthy manner. Amen. Yes. But as we speak about healing in a healthy manner, you know, we're going to move over into the hot cup of cocoa. In this week's Hot Cup of Cocoa, the reason I mention, you know, heal in a healthy manner is because I believe the final season of Insecure was literally a tribute to healing. Um, when you think well, about... You does this podcasting thing. I like that segue. <laughs> <laughs> you does that podcasting, girl. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if you look at previous seasons in comparison to this final season of Insecure, everybody had a journey. Mm -hmm. And by the end season, you could tell everybody had healed or mm -hmm. was in a healing, in a healing mood or space. And was getting their stuff together, like making revelations, mm -hmm. um, just really being like, okay, this is what I want my life to look like. Mm -hmm. 
and it made it happen. Now, of course, it's TV, but I do think that it had some very good things to follow in real life. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on the end of Insecure? We talk about like the whole season. Or we just like the last episode. We we can do the last episode. Okay, we do the last episode. So let's break it down character by character because every person had their like you said had their own journey. We can start. Let's start with Kelly. Mm. Mm, girl. Um, I think first of all, representation matters. Shout mm-hmm. out to Eve for insecure in general because I feel like. Insecure is a great representation of Black people as a whole, different shapes, different shades, different, just everybody's in their own walk of life, like all Black people. Right. Um, we all have, but we all have a common, we just, God, I love this show. Anyway, okay, well, Kelly, I'm not, I'm not going to say she didn't have, she was just always the, she's just like that friend that's always is there like whether whether it's good bad and different just in the mix just a friend that's just always there I think almost like her character was almost like not talked about enough mm-hmm. innocent which is okay everybody can't be the main character main but character. um I think her evolution as just like just the friend the funny friend the one that's like that's just Kelly y'all like yeah all over the place life a mess then it's together then she dating this person she not uh, we all have a friend that's like that um but that's but they're always there you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and just to like see her evolution like from i don't know did she die did, like like in this season like she fake died the and first then, episode <laughs> um to that and then she just uh just still being the character that she is and then her finding somebody like it's crazy because like in the middle of the last episode there was like where she meet him at it went from where she meet him at like girl you know well, oh he's just another jump off yeah like he's just a rebound i, say, I think she used the word rebound she's just yeah, a rebound, she's a rebound. Um, from whatever that body and it was like then she was like but don't you have to date somebody and he was like girl just let it go like um she went from that to being getting pregnant i mean she didn't it wasn't like she got married or anything but she did end up having kids and he's just like i thought you didn't want kids and she's like well i mean after i died i kind of was just like i don't know so just to see her evolution as um like just her growing she actually found somebody that loves her mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that that she want to have kids with that she felt like she want to have kids with so that was good what do you think about kelly or you you want to say you make it going Huh? How do you feel about Kelly? Oh, you, oh, that was pretty good. We can keep going. Um, I love Kelly. Like Kelly kept me laughing the entire series. Uh, but like like you said, she's the friend that's always there, the one who's gonna bring some comedic relief to the situation. Um, and just how she was throughout, like I never even imagined her being in a relationship for her mm-hmm. to pop up all of a sudden and be like, Yeah, I want to have his baby. And be in a relationship. Poor Kelly. But they, I think, well, I think they ended it, her evolution very well. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was, like, she had Mary, she had three, four kids, it would be, like, almost unrealistic. So I think that was, shout out to the writing team for that. Um, they made it very realistic. 
um in that sense not saying she don't deserve it but you know what i'm saying yeah like to keep it on brand yeah 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 um who's next who who should we go with next um yeah tiffany that makes sense I mean, it's only but how many main characters? Tiffany, um, I think they did a good job. Or I, first of all, I love Amanda Seals. Ugh, I follow her like in general, but mm-hmm. um, her character was very another good representation of the dit- not ditzy. I don't want to say ditzy, but the high class bougie friend. Yeah. But still, that's still your girl. She's still gonna give it to you one hundred. Um, um, I think this season though, I think they did a really good writing her as if um uh, I think a lot of people can relate to her like leaving her friends behind kind of like not followed by her husband but like that situation I think it kind of like actually resonated with me a lot like just being in the military and like always moving having to start over mm-hmm. feeling like just because you have a good job you're in the military you should be th- like grateful almost yeah. um and just you know just having to just deal with where just deal with wherever life takes you um whether it's with kids without um that whole thing I was like wow that's actually kind of deep uh I was thinking about it today and I was like dang like even when she got to call Colorado he was like girl you up here living the life like I love it here she just like I hate it yeah but anyway like what's up with y'all like having to just suppress that and her journey with her mental health and mm-hmm. postpartum um and um you know what I was afraid of when they went to visit her in Colorado I would and she seemed so unhappy I was like please don't let her leave Derek (laughs) (laughs) I knew I or maybe yeah but that's a good that's a good um realistic though because a lot of people not gonna leave if that makes sense if that makes sense like they I like how they did that. Like they didn't make her like I, I hate it here, so I'm leaving my husband. I'm going back to where I know. Like yeah. her actually out and just being like, I'll get over it, which isn't which is good and bad because you don't mm-hmm. ever want to be, but you don't ever want people just to be unhappy like just all the time. But at the same time, like you know, that is a good representation of like you know like sticking with your husband no matter where. Yeah, with with a life change. Yeah, big is moving away from everything you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I just honestly feel like every character was very relatable. I think that all the situations were very mm-hmm. relatable. <laughs> like, everybody could relate to one of them characters in some shape, form, or fashion. And not just like, oh, I identify with Issa or I just identify <laughs> with Molly, but just like, each character you can identify a part of a state a part of this a a part of a a phase in their life that you Mm -hmm. that you have probably been through too um so I definitely like that and I do think that they did a really good job with giving Tiffany's character depth because Mm -hmm. at first she just seemed very just self-absorbed and you know we're the perfect couple and you know da 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 and I think season four really developed her character mm-hmm. yep let's talk about let's talk about the I guess the evolution and the ending to Issa and Molly's relationship friendship 
because I think that was very important too. Yeah. Not so I like their characters individually, but I think their friendships evolution mm-hmm. in the lows and they not speaking to each other. And then finally, wait, did they start speaking to each other again last season? Was it this season? I think it was this season was the first was, season that they had to back to. It was last season. And this season they were opening up, they were in a weird space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they were like, oh, let's just be friends again. But it was real weird. Like mm-hmm. real um I love to see. I love that they finally I know a lot of people related to that because boy, but I'm glad that they figured it out though. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like their relationship is just so like they need each other. Mm-hmm. Like in oh not a lot of sense. Not a little sense, but a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um I know obviously. a lot of people was like I was seeing a lot of people on social media say, I wish that um what was it? I wish that they would just in a friendship, you know, whatever. And you, I, I can understand being like, everybody ain't meant to be your friend, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But for the kind of friends that Issa and Molly were to each other, I'm mm-hmm. glad that they could work it out, you know? Mm-hmm. The yin to her yang? Yes. I'm all for, that's what I thought about when I when you said the whole healing thing, that's the first thing I thought about, like, them actually, and them growing individually and then growing together, like, separately, but together. Because I think that helped with Molly healing and her finding her way in life, and then Issa trying to find her way in life. It kind of was like, all right, let me, I think I'm in a space to open up about our friendship mm-hmm. and to come, which is very important. Um, and sometimes, sometimes, like you said, yeah. people need that break. I think they both had some work to do on themselves in that instance anyway. You know, like Molly was trying to figure out how to be in a relationship with somebody and Issa was trying to figure out her business shit. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I think she had gotten past the issues that she had with Lawrence and it was kind of just like, I'm focused, legit, like focusing on me. I did this block party. Where do I go from here? You know, and it sucked that Molly couldn't be the friend she needed in that instance. But mm-hmm. like I said, that just goes to show like everybody got their own journey. And sometimes you do have to take a step away from each other in order to come back. And that's in a lot of situations, not just in friendships, but in romantic relationships relationships with family like sometimes you just need that break to to kind of like get your shit together and then be like okay I know I love this person and I know I want this person in my life how do we get to a point where we can coexist in in a way that we need to harmoniously mm-hmm. I think they were too codependent on each other too mm-hmm. like they relied on each other like if Issa um relationship like when Lawrence wasn't working out she depended on Molly to step into that role and be like her confidant when he got a mess going on her side and it's just like it is not it ain't working it's not so them actually going like that having them having that break and actually finding themselves and figuring out what they need so when you they did come back into the relationship it was just like this is what I have going on 
and I just need a friend. Like, versus like, I need you to kind of fill that role. Not fill that role, but you know how it is when you're so close to somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like you, I almost, you almost um emotionally Can't are function. over. Yeah. You're emotionally overbearing. You feel like you're just pouring everything out onto them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I have my own stuff going on. Okay. Um, and then just strain on the relationship. So I'm so glad that they like I when I when they was crying, girl, when they was crying at the wedding when he was in the bathroom, I was like, ah, ah. Girl, they had me in tears. I was just like, that's what and that's what really was just like, I think that's when I could just tell, like they just healed, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was so deep. So Torian being the person that Molly ended up falling for um he wasn't the person I imagined for Mm -hmm. Molly but then that also goes to show you like sometimes you can't put all your faith and focus into someone who is aesthetically pleasing and he wasn't an ugly dude yeah he wasn't ugly but he just wasn't the the person you thought she ended up with like honestly I thought Dro was going to pop back into the equation as like one that was Dro the one that came to the um he was he was in the season the he farewell he was at the farewell uh for Tiffany and Derek Yeah 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 okay 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 yeah yeah I was like he was at the party the thing the mm-hmm. okay. I told you about to rewatch it before um uh, yeah, but Dro is just, I don't know, he would have just been too, like, that would have been like, okay, I can see her being with him, like he said, um, which is crazy how life works, because usually that's how it is, like, like looking back at a lot of situations, you're like, I did not expect that to be, or I did not expect that person to be, or I didn't expect, like, girl, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> happy. Um, but usually I'm glad that it was just like, okay, Molly. Mm-hmm. I tell people it ain't sometimes it's not all about the looks it's sometimes it's about the way somebody makes you feel the way somebody treats you the way it, yes. it's just odd like once you catch the vibe run with it mm-hmm. like because everybody like think you're fine and that's okay yeah okay long as yeah. he makes you happy that is literally all that matters mm-hmm. and one of the things that she said was like this feels easy mm-hmm. and i don't want you to get tired of me Mm-hmm. And I felt that shit because I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> like I legit felt that because I feel like when you get caught up and you know you just want to be in a re- in, in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, you probably put so much pressure on a situation that dudes do get tired of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Or you want it to be or. You put so much effort into it, mm-hmm. like it's it, that hard. Like, yeah, general, not whether it's rom- romantic or not. Like, friendship shouldn't be hard that hard. Like, it should just be authentic. Like, literally, a friend. Like, we literally make life so hard. But, like, yeah, I. She said that. God, that right. Whoever stepped up this season for the writing, it was. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I felt her on that. But I, I'm glad she I'm glad she found somebody because it was like perfect timing because of what was going on in her personal life. Mm-hmm. Like 
that yes. I think helped with her like when her mom died and stuff like that her being able to properly like you don't need your your family going through something and then your relationship is a mess like yeah so I'm glad that it was able like it was easy for her with him so that when when life happened when life happens mm-hmm. um have somebody there that's just like just for that emotional support or that you just don't want life to be more complicated than it already is, especially when you're going through a death in the family right so definitely that's crazy now was you team nathan or team lawrence oh girl i was what i say from season one team lawrence all day yeah same but when she met nathan out i switched like i packed my things and got on the other boat because I think it was, I, uh, I feel like if it wasn't for Lawrence, her and Nathan would still be together. Like her, I feel like Lawrence made it messy. I feel like Issa was actually, she still had her moments where she was kind of flashing back to Lawrence. She brought it back. Cause I feel like that phone call. I think she was still dibbling dabbling. Like it's Lawrence. Like I would be too. Like, mm-hmm. I like God. Um, but, like, for somebody that you really, like, went hard for, like, really, really hard for, like, she did. Like, she wrote with him when he literally had nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of just, like, see the whole evolution of the whole, like, the whole season, like, him getting with Condola and, like, all that stuff. And just, like, him, like, because they live in the same city, her having to, like, randomly see him. Like, when she saw him, like, walk past him at the hospital, it's, like, stuff like that. It's, like, it kind of, like, if you're not fully moved on, you're going to keep dibbling and dabbling back into that, like, oh, I just want to call him. Like, I just want to, um, and I feel like she was actually making progress, though, with Nathan. I feel like she was taking longer. She was making progress, but I feel like I don't feel like she, like, when she decided to make it be something with Nathan, I don't think she was over Lawrence. I feel like she was just in her head about the situation. Because mind you, when she broke up with him, she didn't even say nothing. She just walked off. Come on, Lord Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, why would you explain to him? He's dusty. It was dusty. He was dusty back then. Could you know be. what? Could be. But was- I could tell the way she ended it, she wasn't over it. And yeah, she took a little time before she got with Nathan, but I feel like there was still some unresolved issues with her and Lauren. So of course, when she realized like things were progressing with Nathan, it was just like, she was still seeing Lawrence in those instances because she still had feelings for him. Like she wanted to move on with Nathan, but... She still wanted to be with Lawrence. I don't, if Lawrence would have never opened his mouth at that party, I think it would have been just fine. Like, even with just, I just hate, the thing is, I mean, it's a show. And I'd be, I'd be forgetting something. I'd be getting so invested. But that's real life. But if if he would have literally just moved on and left her alone, like, if she, if he would have moved on and been done with it, if she would have moved on and been done with it, like, I don't think they would have ever got back together. But because both of them were dibbling, dabbling back and forth, it was never giving the other person a chance to let go. Like, 
if I just, if I'm dealing with somebody for years, we live in the same city. Um, and then all of a sudden you call me one day, like now I'm like, as far as I have come, it's still in the back of my mind. I, I just feel like every, you know what they say about, especially with somebody that you like are really in love with, like in love, love, not like you just love them. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you always carry a piece of them with you. Like, I don't care where you go in life, unless unless it was something wild, like he was beating your, knocking your head off or something where you just was ready to go. <laughs> but if it was where y'all kind of just like split up and it really wasn't a, re- like it was just like a, either wasn't the right time or wasn't like circumstances wasn't right or just like, I don't like there's nothing negative in a sense of like violence or something like that. I just feel like you always carry a piece of them with you. Like no matter where you go in life. And because they live in the same city, because she's randomly seeing him, because he's like randomly calling her, she calling him. It's never giving her a chance to walk a, like fully just, whether whether they needed a conversation to happen or just to be like, I'm done, but this is the reason, blah, 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 blah. Like just have a conversation. I think she would still be with Nathan. I love her and Nathan together. Uh, they just, well. Uh, I am happy that Lawrence voiced how he felt. And I say this because I feel it's not often enough that I feel like a lot of times so many of us will be like, and even though listening to his friend was not the move, um, but him telling Lawrence, like, you didn't even fight for You know what I'm saying? Like, I know there are a lot of times women will be like, why won't you fight for me? Just fight. Fight for our relationship. Fight for our love. How many years have passed by the time that conversation even happened? Like, why? He still had feelings, though. Why, after you see me with somebody, you see my mans is here. You see my man's here. You have plenty of time to tell me this. You could have called me yesterday. You got to like, you got home. But why at this very moment, he's here. We vibing. Do you feel like you should have told me that? You know what the trigger was? Years ago. You know what the trigger was? When when Nathan asked, said, we looking for places. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was like, excuse me, say what? Y'all moving in together. But right before in the beginning of the season, when he was going to Condola's house and he was doing all of that, and she's like, You should move here. And because he moved away, right? Am mm-hmm. I mistaken? He moved away and he came back. Yeah. To be close to the sun. Like all that. You all this time to pass by the boy about shoot, the boy about five years old at this point. I'm just kidding. He wasn't that old at that point, but um but still like why now like that's what i would be saying that's what that would have been my initial response like why now like what oh my god her and nathan were doing so well at that very moment like before he started getting messy before he started before they went back and forth about the barbecue which was so petty they started it was like well you're from houston you don't even know about a good barbecue um <laughs> um just the like they were doing just fine. Like, I feel like she was actually making progress and moving on. Like, he literally came and ruined it all. She was doing so good. She, I think she was actually starting to realize, like, okay, it's not going to work. Let me take steps to, even her being, like, them moving in together, though she still had her moment, but she was thinking about Lawrence, or she saw him, and but I think she was really, like, trying to convince herself, like, 
it's not going to work. Like, let it go. Let it go. But that's the thing. She was trying to convince herself. It it wasn't what she really wanted. But wouldn't you? Like, that's like wanting somebody that doesn't want you. Like, for what? Let it go, sis. I mean, of course. I would try and move on as well. Like, of course, you're trying to do the best you can do for your own self and your own sanity. But honestly, if I was in a situation with somebody like, yeah, them situations is hard to get up out of. When you in the midst of something, then some old come back around. Yeah, because like, do I do I really want to be that girl? Do I want to be that one where at the end at any moment he could come back whenever he get ready? Like that's what I would have been thinking. Like just like when she was talking to Mirza herself, and she was like, "Are you dumb? This is not gonna work. Like you have a whole man. This is after she broke up with Nathan. She was messing with the other dude, and she said in the bathroom, like, you better not answer that phone. Like why are y'all playing phone tag? Like." Like, what is this? Like, what? And I guess that's kind of like the hard thing to, I, I definitely get it. I get it. I, even though I want her to work, like, well, what, okay. Or do Before just- we even get on, I mean, we didn't already touched on Lawrence and Issa getting back together. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Lawrence broke up with Issa, I can appreciate. Because I feel like Issa would have ignored what Lawrence said had Nathan not broken up with her because she was trying to talk it out in the car mm-hmm. and Nathan was like this not good for me mm-hmm. and I'm happy that he realized like even though Issa don't be trying to be messy shit just come out that way but <laughs> because of, of Issa's dynamic like Lawrence was always going to be in the picture because they mm-hmm. have mutual friends you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Nathan was always going to feel like the outsider. Mm-hmm. And I think for that reason, that's why Nathan was like, this not good for me. That's what is bipolar. So because of that, I will say that's why I was okay with Issa and Lawrence getting back to, even though I've always been team Lawrence, mm-hmm. I feel like it just made sense because even after Issa and Nathan broke up, regardless of who she was with or what she was doing, she always thought back to Lawrence. And mm-hmm. when they did finally like be like, this is we together, this is us. She wasn't the one that made that initiated that. Uh-huh. He, I mean, she might have when she invited him to her new office. Yeah, but I think, I think, but he had already told her, he had already said the whole spill at the party. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was there. Yeah, and then remember she called him on his birthday, and he was going out with somebody else. But then he was like, I don't know, I just feel like that would have been like... They was both doing the same shit to each other. Yeah, like, if if after Nathan, after Nathan broke up with her, I'd have been like, God, is this a sign? Like, is you speaking to me or what? Like, and then when I called him on his birthday, he would have been like, it was almost like he wanted to tell her he because he was like, we can go out another time. She's like, no, it's okay. And like the doorbell rang. Um, I feel like he was like trying to open the door. Kind of, but he was he just knew that it just that that wasn't the time. And he he already know how she is, so he probably was like, I'm not going. But I think when he invited her and she and he came, I'd have been like, oh, a bus hit. Ah! I would have had no draws on. You hear me? But I was happy with the outcome. It seemed natural. 
And of course, we only see what we see at this point and it can only make inferences. But I feel like they were happy. Like Lawrence had a good co-parenting situation with Condola. Issa's business was thriving. We don't know what Lawrence was doing at the time. But, you know, they had a family and I think it showed like, your family is not going to always be what you, what everybody else think your family should be. Mm -hmm. And I think the overall arching theme of it, and Molly said it was, as long as somebody said it, I I feel like it was Molly, but somebody said, as long as it makes sense to you, Mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so we all, have this idea like I used to have this idea not used to and I think it's a a good thing to say when you dating somebody and you don't have children like oh I don't want to be with a man who got kids or whatever you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and like I I mean honestly I don't know anybody who sets out in this world and be like I'm gonna be a step parent you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying but with the way life happens you know what I'm saying it's very much it's very much possible that that'll happen, you know? So it's just like, no, she didn't imagine herself being a stepmother. She imagined it being her and Lawrence and them having a kid together. And who's to say at the 20 year reunion that mm-hmm. we not going to see that Issa and Lawrence had a kid together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I just feel like, it's, oh God, I did not want to be with Lawrence. Ugh. But I just feel like once, so like like with the whole thing with her and Molly, like sometimes it takes you to go through them ups and downs, like by yourself, like to realize, like when he was like, I just realized, like you make me happy. Like as much as we go through, as much as drama, but this and a third, but like with you, I am happy. And like mm-hmm. it sometimes takes others longer than others. Hopefully, when you come to that realization, the person ain't gone and they ain't already married or something like that, like they ain't moved on themselves. But because both of them had moved on yet technically had moved on and like he know that Issa still because she calls him randomly or like when he like we get those random missed calls or like when she called him on a birthday and he like um did you not expect me to answer and she's like well kind of not really um but like, <laughs> she he knows like if she would never ever spoke to Lawrence ever again like never called him never saw him again like I don't think it would be I think, I think it would be different but because he knows that she still from time to time thinks about him or and he thinks about her and it's just like, all right, at what point do I just be like, like, you're it. Like, you're the it girl. You're the it girl. Even after me mess with Condola, even after me having a baby, like, you better just hope and pray. If anybody out there listening, if you're going through this situation, you better hope and pray that don't or that girl do not get married because it's still hope out there. Yeah. But you better just hope they ain't moved on. You better hope. Mm-hmm. But it and which I was actually happy. And did you see the ring, the subliminal ring in the? It was nice. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I'm glad it worked out for them because I just feel like at the end of the day, they do make each other happy. And I think they were finally both at a place where it just made sense. Like yeah. it just it was it was meant to happen then. Mm-hmm. Like that whole why now because the time is now type of thing. Yeah. Oh, love. So <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I love it. 
I absolutely adore this show. Um, and I'm sad that it came to an end, but all good things must come to an end. I'm glad they ended on like it wasn't like they fell off and then it kind of ended like they ended ended it knowing that they were going to end it like yeah and now it got canceled and we was fucking waiting like on Moesha to see who the fuck was pregnant (laughs) (laughs) and never got the answer never got like she went into this season like this is it like filmed it like they did like the last episode stuff like that shooting the last episode um I think it ended on a high, which made it, which is sad because we're all like, oh, they should do a spinoff or like Lisa and Morgan should do a spinoff or they should do like a. But then it would just be the same show all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. She's trying to do other things. And like, because I had watched an interview where she was basically like, I'm asking these people to be like, to do this for me. Like, I don't ever want them to get tired of me and like basically ended on like a high. So. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad to see it go. Yeah. I, I think they did a fire job at this last, the last season. And more, I don't know, the first, the last season was kind of dragging at first. I was just like, all right, get to the point. But that last episode, oh, they did their thing. They, yeah. I love the way they fast forward. Like, instead of like dragging it, they kind of yeah. like all the main, they answered all of our questions. Like, what happened with this? What happened with this? What happened? They gave everybody an ending, like every single character an ending. Yeah. Um, and we got a 45 minute episode. Hello, but I just thought it said 52 minutes. Oh, I mean, you know, at the end, they do the whole like little uh, wind down, the wind down. So mm-hmm. it was really like 40 minutes ish. And I was like, right. Oh. <laughs> I put my blanket up, like, hold oh, let me, let me lay down. <sighs> but yeah, I think they did a fire job. Shout out to them. Shout yes. out to them. Issa, Issa did a really good job with that show. Um, and like she said, she, she didn't realize it was going to be or do as well as it did. Um, but it's almost like I knew from that first episode, like I was going to be tuning in every week. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause you just wanted to see what was going to happen with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought like I was the friend, the silent friend that nobody could see, but <laughs> you in the Y'all messy. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, child. Mm. <laughs> but I definitely think that this is a really great show, definitely for the culture. Um, it's probably gonna be something like how I feel about Harry Potter. I will be watching it all the time. <laughs> like, I literally every couple months watch all the Harry Potter movies and I probably watch them in one weekend that's probably how I'm about to be with Insecure like something I watch all the time but let me rewatch Insecure like rewatch the from top to bottom I started already okay (laughs) you're running out now (laughs) Like I just was not ready for it to be over, and I and I will honestly say that last episode had me boohoo crying. Oh, it did it for me. I was, I was in there like I love to see people. I'm glad they did like a happy, not a happy ending, but they gave everybody closure. I was yeah. just, I was crying because I was happy. Like 
definitely happy to see Issa finally get with Lawrence, but like, like even Molly, I think I was more happy for Molly than I was for because I knew I knew they was gonna be together somehow, some way, somehow. But um, like even if she would have married Nathan or something like that, I still would have been happy for Issa. But um, I, I was been like. Mm. it wouldn't have been but that would have been the, like because you i know they probably was like do we want to give them the ending that they want or do we want to get them the ending that she deserves so you don't think she deserved that ending with lauren no i think she deserved nathan i was team nathan to this to last episode i wanted i to feel work. like Issa was too much for nathan like nathan needs a it's, he's he's a good balance for her and him like no Mm-mm. i just i feel like a lot of their relationship was forced oh i i do feel like a lot of their relationship was forced like it didn't feel natural to me wow like i liked them because i feel like it was giving Issa another like a option like another option than what she knew Mm-hmm. Um, I like their relationship for that, but just because deep down I felt like it was always Lawrence, mm-hmm. it was like everything with her and Nathan felt forced to me. You was that was selling you a dream too. Hmm. That was selling you a dream too. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just happy. I'm happy everybody's happy and figured it out. I mean, did they did they really end Tiffany's character though? Like, I mean, they kind of just left, and she was just like, there wasn't really no clothes. I guess it was nothing to close. She moved to Colorado. I mean, she was at the wedding, pregnant again with Derek, so they were still together. I guess, hmm. I guess that works out. I was just trying to think, make sure I, I hit all my topics. I mean, all my, but. Oh, what's the new, what's her new show called? I forgot what it's called already. Ooh. It's like the right, right? Who? Issa, her new show. Oh, I don't know. I I know she got a new show coming on HBO Max or what well, HBO? I'm mean, gonna say HBO Max. That's that. But well, I probably watch it just like I watched that little reality yeah. show she had on it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it, see what it's talking about. I, I saw that little preview for it. And I was like. Cause she's always. Cause it's gonna be with uh the city girls, mm-hmm. ain't it? I seen something with the city girls doing something. No, and I'm I'm using my phone, so I can't look at my phone right now. But um, that's where it's called life, Los Angeles. I think that was that. Um, no, not that. That was that reality show. All right, something with rapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Rap show. Issa rap show. Mm-hmm. Anything pop up? Rap shit. Yeah, that's what it's called. I knew it. Ah! It's a comedy. Rap shit gives a HBO match series order. It follows two estranged high school friends in Miami who reunite to form a rap group. Okay. Hip-hop duo Young Miami and JT. Mm-hmm. They co-executive well, I, I, producers. 
Wow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I I just knew it was I just knew she was coming out with different shows. Something about rapping. Yes, that's why I, would, I knew it was them had something to do with it. I'm definitely I'm, gonna watch it because I love the City Girls. Is it a reality series or is it just like a televised series? I think it's just a televised series. That makes it better. It was reality TV. I'm about to say, all right, Issa, you you about to run out. Right, because they, I mean, I definitely watched that little sweet life, but I was like, who are these people? And why do I care? <laughs> stick to reality, stick to the scripts. Don't do reality TV. So stay in your lane, baby. I think it was cool, but it was still kind of just like, who are these people and why do I care? But like I said, I watched it. I supported it for Issa. I'll be watching her next season next series yeah rap shit come on but when come out, the folks know what when it's debuting mm. or do it don't say i thought it was january i thought it was this month oh, maybe it's already- mm. no it don't say mm. must be still in the works then it say it's been in development since October of 2019. Mm-hmm. It yeah. definitely when COVID hit and then they filmed the season season five. So I'm pretty sure, but she um on that that bonus episode that they put out, she had talked about it a little bit. So I noticed they're working on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited, but I think this is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I hope everyone's holiday was good. I hope that everyone is moving into 2022 with goals. And definitely let's keep with the theme of the episode, healing. You know, everybody deserves to heal. Everybody deserves a chance at being happy. So I definitely say use this year to heal and live your best life. You got any final words, Big Stash? What she said. All right. <laughs> tell, us, tell the Kiki, the Kiki crew where they can follow you and watch the YouTube at. It's underscore stage. That's I-T-S underscore S-T-A-S-H-H-A for three H's. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and then my uh, YouTube is Stacia Simone. That's S T A C I A S I M O N E. I'm the only one. So you'll see me. Follow me, subscribe, like, comment, you know, hit that bell to get notified, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? All right, Stacia. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Um, my pleasure. I appreciate you for coming to talk about this. I knew you was going to give some good commentary. Um, But like always, I thank you for coming on the show. Y'all can follow me on social media at Kikiing with Coco. And you can hit my website at kikiingwithcocopodcast.com. And it'll take you to all wherever you want to listen. It'll give you a link to find where you want to listen to the show at but i thank y'all for tuning in and i hope this next year is a great one bye bye